The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. People cannot enjoy life if they fear death. And the world's trying to deal with it. But they cannot get it out. It's a spirit. It's a spirit, folks. But you and I can do something about it. So people have been subject to bondage because all their lifetime they had feared death. And they had feared death because they thought they had no say-so over it. They felt powerless against it. And they felt like that because of the traditions of men, because of the way that this thing has been taught and the misquotes of the Scriptures. And so what we're doing here today is we're moving you into a new realm. We're going to root out the fear of death. And you're going to find that death is not going to have... It's been controlling people's lives. It's been controlling the kind of livelihood that people have. In other words, people can't really enjoy life or they've been compromising on life and they've been doing that because uh, in their lives they have seen death as something that you have no control over. And death is something that you do have control over. But if people, people been trying to live at the same time fear dying, and that's hard to do because you compromise your actions or you, you, you compromise your thoughts or you compromise what you believe when you do that. I'm saying that um, fear of swimming, fear of cruises, fear of staying home alone, fear of this and that. And you see these, these movies, you know, I'm, I'm falling and I can't get up, you know, all of this. And, and, all of that goes into our system. Come on now, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm saying that the enemy, he, 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 <laughs> people cannot enjoy life if they fear death. And the world's trying to deal with it. But they cannot get it out. It's a spirit. It's a spirit, folks. But you and I can do something about it. Amen. Let's go over to 1 John chapter 5, please. 1 John chapter 5. Glory to God in heaven. Amen. 1 John chapter 5. Let me know when you get there. 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, verse 17. All unrighteousness is what? Sin. And there is a sin not unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God does what? Sins not. Now that means doesn't practice sin. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself. And what happened? That wicked one, what? Wicked one can't even touch it. Now who did I tell you brings death? The devil. Now, he brings death, glory to God, but God says that we can keep ourselves in a place where the wicked one, come on, help me now, he can't even touch you. 
He can't even touch you. Now, traditionally, we've thought that somehow the devil can get in to touch us. But saints of God, this, this life that God has given us is a life that he has sent us as sheep among wolves. He knows the wolves are out there, and you know it's nothing for a wolf to attack a sheep. So God must be protecting us because for us to exist and do all the witnessing and do all that we got to do in the midst of terrorism, in the midst of this and that, we must be being protected. Now, I'm only saying that when in our lives, if we'll take the Scripture and do more than come to church on Sunday, but take the Scripture on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, if we'll meditate these Scriptures and change what we believe inside, it'll have a profound effect on our lives. Folks, it's no such things as accidents when it comes to the people of God. Ain't no accident. You, you, let me, a couple of scriptures, if I can show you these. Turn back with me to Acts chapter 28, please. Acts chapter 28. Glory to God in heaven. Help me, Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 28. I want to get all that fear out of you. I want to make it so that you put death on the shelf until you get ready to die. And when you get ready to die, you can allow death to come on into your life. Even when he, they died, they didn't call it death. Paul called it falling asleep. Jesus called it falling asleep. Look what it says in Acts chapter 28. When they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on a fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast, as poisonous, hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom thou, though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to live. And Paul shook off the beast into the fire and felt what? No harm. Now, did the snake kill him? No. no, snake didn't kill Paul. Now, let's go back and let's go back over here to Daniel. Daniel chapter 3, please. Amen. Daniel chapter 3. I said, the wicked one touches him not. Daniel chapter 3. Now, I see why the enemy's assaulting so hard because I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm putting some stuff in you that you can't get many other places. And the devil knows that if you stop fearing death, you're going to enjoy some life. And you're going to be able to go some places, do some things, and say some stuff that you ain't never said before in your life. Look what it says in Dan. See, fear, fear spreads. It's like cancer. It'll spread to other parts. It'll spread to your finances. It'll spread to your family. It'll spread to your marriage. And you'll start making decisions out of fear instead of making decisions out of what? Faith. Look what it says here. Now, this is Daniel chapter 3. Now, this is when the three Hebrews, the three Hebrews refused to bow down to Nebuchadnezzar and the music and the system 
of Babylon. They refused to bow down. Now, what happened in this image that he had made? And what happened is Nebuchadnezzar, well, let me just talk to you, praise God, because I got somewhere to go. Nebuchadnezzar said, hey, if you don't bow down, I'm going to get you, I'm going to burn you up. Now, you boys been all right up to this point, but now you're about to make me mad because I've made a decree, I've made a law that says you got to bow down before this statue when you hear the music. And they said, Nebuchadnezzar, we can't bow. Now, why couldn't they bow? Because they had a law of, 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 of Jehovah that says thou shalt not worship any other God. So they're going to stay with God. Now, I'm saying, the Bible says, resist the devil and what? He'll flee from you. But there's one other phrase before resist the devil. What did it say? It says, submit yourself to God's word. Then you resist the devil, come on, and he'll flee from you. Some folk trying to be in rebellion and resist the devil. And that's hard to do, homegirl. What you're going to have to do is say, wait a minute, I'm going to come under authority first. Then when I resist the devil, he's got to flee from me. So what they did, their authority was the Word of God. And they said, no, we can't do it. Never, and, and he said, that, they said, the God that we serve, he's able to what? Deliver us. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So you got to say something. In the face of death, you got to say something. I don't care how bad it looks in the face of death. Now you're going to find this is not only for your life, but God sent you out to raise the dead. And you can go out, and when you go out to raise the dead, Jesus walked in the house where the dead was. And what did Jesus say? He, she ain't dead, she's just sleep. You see, they laughed at him at that point. He put them all out, went in there and raised her back up. Jesus ain't going to say she's dead because he's not going to let that come out of his mouth when he plans to raise her up. So what, did, what happened? They said, the God that we serve, he's able to deliver us from this fiery furnace and he will deliver us. Now, what did Nebuchadnezzar do? He heated the fire up. How hot? Seven times hotter than normal. Question, how hot does fire have to be to burn you? All it's got to be is fire. Why did Nebuchadnezzar heat it up? Come on. To intimidate them, to bring them from faith to, come on, fear. Because when you fear, you open the door to the attack that Satan could never get into your life without it. Say amen to that. And what we got to do is root out fear of death. And if I can root fear out of death in your life, Satan can't kill you. He can't do nothing with you. Say amen to that. He heated that fire up seven times hotter than normal. And when he heated it up, he was looking for them to bow down. Nope. He threw them on in there. Did the fire burn them? No. no. So you don't know how God's going to deliver you, but you know he is going to deliver you. Now, saints, 
I'm saying this because we got to stop fearing stuff. The enemy has been controlling people and even people in the church through fear. Through fear. Controlling you and your money through fear. Controlling you at the job through fear. Controlling, I mean, some folk at a job they can't stand. But they go in there every day out of fear. It is bondage. I'm telling you, folks, hey, you, we got we to gotta step away from that. Now, I'm not saying go out and quit your job. You ain't got no faith. Because that means you're going to come to the church trying to get to church. Benevolence. Okay? So I, I'm not advocating that. But I'm advocating you being strong. I mean, that, that's, that fear is running rampant. What do you think terrorism is? Terrorism is using fear as a weapon. Using fear as a weapon. See, they tell you about the folks whose head they cut off, but the ones that they can't cut their head off and end up letting them go, you don't hear much about that. Come on, some of y'all be here, you know what I mean? We don't hear much about that. But folks, it's been folks over there that they couldn't cut their head off. That's right. I said, the wicked one touches them not. Every one of those people is being run by the devil. Demons are causing them to cut a man's head off like that. And that demon can't do that to you Amen. if you don't fear. Amen. Man, we got to get into a place where there's no more fear. Say no more fear. Hallelujah. No Through fear of death, they were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So Jesus didn't fear death. So he taught his disciples, hey, don't, don't, don't be fearing this stuff. I mean, even as we go on over in the book of Acts and, and, and Peter and them, the ones who, who Peter feared, and Peter said, well, you know, uh, they say, well, weren't you with him? Peter said, no, I wasn't with him. Peter feared for his life. But look at what happened when he got filled with the Holy Ghost and got his nature changed. He didn't fear no man. We got people in this ministry and went out there and witnessed. They went out there and witnessed and, and two, two, two of the ladies, they send two by two out on Saturdays and two of the ladies went out there to witness. And when they went out there to witness, here they were going down the street witnessing and came upon this gentleman. They said, excuse me. They said, uh, just like to share with, with you and see if you'd like to, like to be saved. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? He said, do you know who I am? They said, no, well, who are you? I'm so-and-so. He was the chief of that gang. I'm so-and-so. I said, oh, okay. You see those guys over there across the street in that Mercedes? They're watching my back. See those over there? They got my back. See those over there? They're watching me. They said, okay. They said, well, how about peace? You need peace. How do you know I need peace? Now the Holy Ghost told her. You know, I move around from hotel to hotel. See, I have to kind of stay on the go. How do you know I need peace? They said, listen, shake my hand. Just touch my hand. And he put his hand in her hand fell out in the power of the Holy Ghost. Boom, hit the, hit the sidewalk. Mercedes pulled up from everywhere. <laughs> God jump out, what'd you do, what'd you do? They said, nothing. 
and he'll land on the sidewalk like this. And they said, the Holy Ghost arrested him. We got testimony on tape. He finally came to himself, got up. He said, what'd you do to me? I said, I said let me see your hand. Let me see you. what's in your hand. Nothing. He received Christ as his Lord and Savior. I want you to see something. No fear did that. No fear. Well, I, 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 I believe that if he had sent men out there, it might, might have been a different story. They'd probably shot from across the street. But God is smarter than that. Amen. All right, all right. But think about it. What keeps us from even witnessing to somebody right there in our environment that God has placed us in? Fear. Fear of how they're going to receive me. Fear, all of it's written, written in the fear of death. What's going to happen to me? You need to get rid of that. You need to start tomorrow and step across that line. I'm saying it's, it's our time now. And we got to get over this fear of death. Because that's not what God wants us to carry. He don't want us to carry that around. I mean, how are you going to enjoy life if you fear death? The last thing, look at Luke's gospel, chapter 10, please. Luke chapter 10, praise God in heaven. Amen. Amen. Now, this is not only for you. This is not only that you can... Uh, be, uh, not be fearful of death and that the wicked one can't touch you. But I'm telling you, I believe that we can make it that the wicked one can't even touch our kids. Amen. See, because you can keep devil, the devil away from your own whole household. See, God in on Job because Job feared. But I'm telling you, fear not. Say, fear not. Say, no fear here. No fear here. I don't care. Now, you get 2 T Timothy chapter uh, 1 and verse 7 and say it over like seven times a day for seven days. Seven times a day for seven days. 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given me a what? Spirit of fear, but of what? Power, come on, love, and a sound mind. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. One more time. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You'll be surprised how that will change your thinking. You see, with fear present, you can't even receive wisdom. How do you receive the inheritance and you fear? The inheritance is received by faith. If you got a situation in your marriage and you want to fix it, you, God has a way for you to fix it. 
us, uh, you, that didn't go over too well. God has a way for you to fix it, but it's in the wisdom of God. And to receive the wisdom of God, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. You can't ask in faith if you're in fear. You fear that this marriage ain't going to work out. You fear that this man's cheating on you. You fear you got to get back over in the faith. You got to start saying, God ain't gave me the, no. God has not given me the spirit of fear. Man, that's got to do with your money too. If you, if you are still broke and you've been here for any time at all, I can guarantee you faith ain't there. It's fear that's still running. And you're not fearful when you feel it. When you feel it is when it manifested. Fear came in before you were frightened. See, fear is a spirit. You can't feel no spirit. Let me see, can I feel fear? You can't feel that. But watch this. Boom. See? And, 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 and you, you, you know, you follow what I'm saying? Something come on TV. Uh, you in the house at 12 o'clock, you hear, <laughs> now in the daytime, you don't, you ain't got no problem with that. 12, mid, 12 midnight, you got a problem. 12 noon, you ain't got no problem. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but at night, <laughs> you got what I'm saying? Fear. And he, Satan sets up the conditions so that you will fear. And so when you fear, you open his door. And when you open his door, the wicked one touches you. Get fear out. If the money don't look right, don't fear. If the doctor said something, don't fear. If the husband said something, don't fear. If the children gave a bad report, no fear. I'm saying in each case, decree the word of the Lord. Well, I trust that you were empowered by this powerful message. Now, let me share a couple of points that you want to make note of. Number one, people can't enjoy life if they fear death. I mean, that's just the way it is. And God has taken that fear away. When Jesus died on the cross, he made it so that the enemy, the grim reaper cannot just come in your room at night and snatch your life out, you know, or accidents, whatever it might be. No, he's taken that away. Number two, in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, he says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, if you meditate that, let's say you say it seven times a day for seven days, Get it into your spirit. You get it into your spirit, all of a sudden, this whole idea of living to 120, all that, all that begins to start getting real in your thinking. And that's all you need. You get a revelation of this, God will deliver it. Isn't that powerful? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. Praise God. Well, that's all we have for today. This is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. How would you live your life if you had no fear of death? Dr. Bill Winston will show you the power of living your life free from the fear of death with this dynamic series entitled Redeemed from Death. Death is not from God. Death is not a friend of God's. 
it's not a friend of Jesus's, and it shouldn't be a friend of yours. Order Redeemed from Death by Dr. Bill Winston, and you'll learn the true meaning of death, how death entered the earth, how to identify your spiritual father, why you can believe God for a long life, and much more. There is an appointment that you can make with death. During this teaching, I'm going to show you how to put death in storage until you get ready for it. To order your copy of Redeemed from Death, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. Buy bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.billwinston.org. Jesus came to redeem us from the enemies of poverty, sickness, and the last enemy, death. Start living and enjoying your life in ways you may have never imagined. Order your copy of Redeemed from Death today. Hello, this is Bill Winston here. On September of 2015, we opened a prayer call center. Now, this was designed to be a resource for the partners of Bill Winston Ministries and actually anybody who really needs uh, prayer for whatever reason they might have. And since then, we've received thousands of testimonies. And I want to share with you, just to let you know the kinds of things that God is doing through this prayer call center. I have one here, I'll just say Mrs. Smith, called and prayed on July the 8th for her father who had cancer. He'd been diagnosed with cancer. And she called back to inform us that within 48 hours of us praying, that the doctor checked out her father and said there was no more trace of cancer. And the doctor informed Mrs. Smith that her father had cancer. It can't be found now, so maybe he made a mistake in the diagnosis. Right, we know who did it. God did it. You know, he can do it so clean until people begin to wonder about themselves. Now, this is because of the prayer call center. Let me give you another one. This is, let's say, Ella, she wrote. She said, I called in, in, in the pray, for prayer concerning my finances. Now, the person prayed for me, and at last week, I called in to company to try to find out what my balance was, and they gave me a supernatural debt cancellation <laughs> answer. In other words, they could not find any trace of my bill that my bill had been apparently paid in full. And that this is uh, one example of a debt cancellation. And she said this debt cancellation came, she had been praying for months for it, but now God gave it to her and canceled that $30,000 debt clean, <laughs> no trace of it. That's the effective, fervent prayer. <laughs> it avails much. It doesn't make any difference what the situation is. And we have found that this prayer hotline that we've got is hot. I'm telling you, people are calling in and they are getting blessed all over. Now, here's the deal about it. 
that if you'll notice each one of these, it didn't take long. It didn't take months. It didn't take weeks. It seemed that these had things happen speedily. And that's what I've been really uh, teaching to our people so they can get it in their spirit. See, God needs the operation of that truth inside of you for you to get that benefit of that, that that can be given by God. He needs that image inside of you so that he could do what you believe. And so what we teach is God will deliver us speedily. So our prayer call center now is open and these people, they're standing by again, ready to agree with you or pray with you and so forth. Now we love you. We want to keep you healthy and live long and strong. Praise God. So keep walking by faith. This is Bill Winston saying we love you. Thank you. God bless. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.